Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You know, our focus here on Healing Quest is a healthy lifestyle, and by that we mean things like integrative health and energy medicine to help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, thanks for joining us today, and guess what we're going to talk about? I'm sure we're all looking forward to the time when the answer to that does not involve COVID-19. But unfortunately, today is not that day. We do, however, have some different perspectives on this pandemic, and one of them involves infrared saunas and their ability to boost our immune system to protect us, not only from dangerous viruses, but also from all the other harmful toxins in our world. In a few minutes, we're going to spend some time with Dr. Raleigh Duncan, a world-class expert in healing with heat and the founder of Clearlight Infrared. They're the makers of jacuzzi saunas in Berkeley. He's devoted decades to researching and developing infrared therapy, which is getting a tremendous amount of attention these days because of all the focus on strengthening our immune system against colds and viruses like COVID-19. But that extra attention on infrared health benefits has come without some bogus claims as well. You know, we're going to get into that with Dr. Duncan, and hopefully he can help us sort out the facts from fiction when it comes to infrared saunas. We're also going to meet the co-authors who have just written a book, actually just finished a book titled Anna and the Germ that came to visit to help parents comfort their children in the midst of this pandemic. And in Judy's self-care segment, we're going to examine the COVID-19 pandemic and what it means perhaps from a quantum healing perspective. But first, we're going to get some expert advice on how to handle the stress that's so much a part of life these days. You know, stress has a huge health impact because stress is also known as an immune system suppressor. Dr. Greg Hammer knows a lot about this topic. He's a professor at Stanford University Medical Center, a pediatric intensive care physician, and a researcher into immunology. He's also the author of Gain Without Pain, the Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals. So we're pleased now to welcome Dr. Greg Hammer, who's joined us via Zoom from Stanford University. Dr. Hammer, welcome to Healing Quest. Thank you for having me, Judy. It's a pleasure. So speaking of stress, it seems like it's higher than ever before these days. What exactly does it do to our immune system? That's an excellent question. Actually, there's acute stress, which is sometimes adaptive, uh, sometimes not. And there's chronic stress, which is usually maladaptive, meaning unhealthy for us. When we have acute stress, we have an increase in hormones in our body, including epinephrine, which is commonly called adrenaline and also cortisol, which is a kind of corticosteroid. And those are important chemicals for helping us mobilize and perhaps run away from a predator under conditions of acute stress. And our ability to cope in general with acute stress, it's, it's really okay to have spikes in adrenaline and cortisol. It's really our ability to bring those levels back down quickly that will serve us well. Then there's chronic stress, which many of us are experiencing nowadays. Uh, There's always stressors in our environment, in our lives. Things in the world are rarely how we want them to be exactly, and we kind of struggle against this. And that really causes the stress more so than the actual conditions themselves. Having chronic stress means having long-lasting elevations of adrenaline and cortisol, and These have deleterious effects on several of our physiologic systems in our body. You mentioned immune effects of stress. And yes, indeed, chronically elevated levels of cortisol cause 
a suppression of our immune response. And they also, uh, uh, chronic stress is also uh, associated with the liberation of inflammatory molecules that make us feel tired, run down, and otherwise not perfectly well. And in addition to the effects on our immune system, chronic stress has important effects on lots of other systems in our body. It's, it's really as though it's causing us to age more quickly. Mm-hmm. And one way we have objective evidence of that has to do with little structures called telomeres. And telomeres are a little bit like the material at the end of our shoelaces. They wrap around the ends of our chromosomes and they protect our chromosomes from becoming frayed and degenerating. As we get older, the telomeres and our chromosomes tend to get shorter. And this is felt to be uh, a normal process of aging, but one in which uh, our chromosomal integrity is, is gradually degraded as we age. And chronic stress, in fact, does the same thing to our telomeres. It shortens our telomeres. So we have lots of biomarkers and other ways of objectively identifying the effects of chronic stress on our bodies. And all of them are negative effects, let's say. Well, what are some of the things that we can do to uh, calm ourselves down during these really intense times? Yeah, Good I mean, question. Advice, I mean, because I think our listeners are going, okay, uh, I, I might have already fallen into that chronic stress uh, category, or maybe I'm just feeling a lot of stress because of what's going on today. But we're trying to give them some ideas about how they can manage the stress in their life right now. Sure, Judy. Well, managing stress is obviously of primary importance. And one might look at stress as something that is really tied into our thoughts of the past and the future. When we're really present and mindful, we're happy, accepting, grateful, non-judgmental. But when we go to thoughts of our past and future, we tend to get mired down in regret and shame over thoughts of our past. And then when we project into the future, that's really where fear and anxiety live. And let's face it, most of us tend to catastrophize when we think about the future. And although there may be some evolutionary or teleologic explanation for that, it's really something that is really detracts from our ability to be mindful and happy and resilient. So I think we can all do better at being resilient and happy, even in what we would call normal times. And the way that I write about this in my book, Gain Without Pain, The Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals, is to focus on what I think are the four pillars of happiness and resilience. And those are demonstrated by the acronym GAIN and include gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non-judgment. I propose that we all do a three-minute GAIN meditation in the morning. (laughs) So in the GAIN meditation, we simply get in touch with the breath, maybe slowly inhaling to a count of three and pausing to a count of two and effortlessly exhaling to a count of four. And we kind of get into this rhythm and it calms us down. That alone will decrease the adrenaline in our body. Our heart rate will slow, our blood pressure will come down, our breathing rate will slow. And then I suggest just 30 or so seconds devoted to gratitude initially. And 
gratitude is central to all manner of religion and philosophy that has to do with self-healing and dealing with stress. And we all have much for which to be grateful. Acceptance is the ability to just open our heart and as the serenity prayer would have it, discern what we can change and what we can't change. And that which we can't change, like generally the circumstances of this pandemic, we just accept. And if we dwell on that and just sit with it and bring that feeling that's maybe uncomfortable closer and closer, um, most of us can find acceptance even in the most painful experiences. Mm -hmm. The I stands for intention and that simply reminds us that we can rewire our brains, which are wired to have a negativity bias. But if we exercise our brains like we exercise our body with a focus on purposefulness in our life, which is central to mindfulness, for example, um, we can learn to be present more of the time. And the N is non-judgment, and, and most of us can relate mm -hmm. that it's really exhausting to be judging everything in our environment all the time, including ourselves. So those are the pillars of gain, and I think we can practice those four elements briefly during the day when we're walking down the hall or we're making a cup of coffee, et cetera. So I really think those are the pillars of letting go of stress. Those are great suggestions for our listeners. I think that, um, I love that gain. I know you're a pediatrician, so I want to make sure that we, we touch on what can parents be doing right now to keep the anxiety level down in our children? Great question, Judy. I think the number one element is for the parents to be calm because our kids are really connected, just like our pets are. Our pets seem yeah. to know what kind of mood we're in, if we want them to come over and sit next to us, or if we're upset about something, or maybe even if we're sick, they might come over and, and curl up next to us. Our kids take, take a page from our behavior and our mind state. And so let's just, especially in the presence of our children, take a breath let the resistance to those elements of gain go and, and simply be calm ourselves. And, and the other second thing I think is important is to be totally transparent and open with our kids. If they're over the age of four or five, they can, they can understand what it is that we're all going through. And, and I think just expressing things to them with openness and honesty is always the best policy. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think that's great advice. Is it okay to say, Dr. Hammer, uh, in that transparency, that I'm a little scared as the adult? Should I cop to that fact? I think it's perfectly okay, my personal opinion, to express that. I think it would be best if we don't manifest that in all of our actions when we're with our children. But <laughs> I think it's perfectly okay for them to learn at an early age that it's okay to be afraid. And then here's how we cope with that fear and, and start to introduce some tools to our children so that they can better cope as well. Dr. Hammer, I have to say, this has been a great conversation. Actually, I have about 10 more questions. So, <laughs> so now that we've got this Zoom thing worked out, we may, we may want to see if we can get you back here in a week or two because uh, this is a big topic. And so thank you for- I'd be delighted to join you again anytime. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Hammer. We've been speaking with Greg Hammer, a pediatric intensive care physician and a pediatric anesthesiologist. He's also a professor at Stanford University Medical Center, a researcher into immunology, and the author of a new book titled Gain Without Pain, The Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals. 
Up next in our show, we're going to talk with co-authors of a book called Anna and the Germ That Came to Visit, which has been written to help parents comfort their children in this confusing and really scary time. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website. That's HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Healing Quest is brought to you in part by Clearlight Infrared. They're the makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared healing technology penetrates deep to increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. Jacuzzi saunas' radiant heat boosts the immune system, removes impurities, supports weight loss, and relieves muscle pain. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com or by calling Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779.